0: Survival skills. Speak up, Buttercup. It sounds stupid, but honestly, if you could get that stuck in your mind on repeat, you will thank me later. One of the number one things that victims do is silence their own inner voices. We tell ourselves to shut up, be quiet, sit down, minimize, be invisible, because that tends to keep us safe. But we're breaking out of that, okay? We're breaking out, we're living free. We are surviving, and so you need the survival skill where you acknowledge your inner voice and find ways to physically speak up. You're like, oh, I could just say it in my head. No, you can't. No, you can't. You have been invalidated for too long. If you don't start finding your voice somewhere, somehow you are going to feel miserable. You will feel invalidated, and you won't be able to build up past a certain point. And we're learning to honor our inner voices. Remember to listen to our instincts to trust that we have value. And yeah, I'm a huge advocate for shutting up to learn, like just listening to what other people have to offer, especially like issues on race right now. Let me soak it up. Let me listen. I don't want to say a lot. I just want to hear what you have to say and learn and grow. But there are other times that you have something of value to say, but you have been too dang scared to speak up. You have invalidated yourself for too long because your views are invalidating you forever. It's time to get the survival skill back, okay? And I'm going to give you a situation where I've used this recently because there's a balance, okay? There's a balance between when we come out of abuse and we are so damn angry that we had to do it, that we had to do it by ourselves, that people tell you to leave your abuser, but they don't really want to help you leave your abuser, that there's so much pain and suffering that we have to go through, that we sometimes have to walk that road that's a really lonely road alone. If you communicate in a way that comes across as bitter, people will be just petty and awful and label you as better when you speak. So there's a balance to learning how to word things. So in my head, I might have something I want to say. And then I'm going to ask myself, how can I communicate this most effectively? Not because I'm doubting myself, but because I know that the better delivery that I have, the greater chances that I have that what I am going to say is going to be well-received and possibly make a difference. So my survival skill is this is what I want to say. So recently I was salty. I was salty. Okay. And it's for a class. I've had good professors who care about the students and want them to learn, who care about how they're applying the material in real life. It's amazing. I have had other professors that are like mediocre. And then I've had terrible at teaching professors. And right now I have one. Okay. And I just had one last semester and she made my life so hard. My life was so difficult because of that professor in that class. And not because the material was hard. I would have Love learning about the material that time, but it was the professor. I had the same issue again. I got the same issue again, and we got groups, and this professor is making life so much harder, assigning more reading than you can actually read, and she admitted that she knows it's too much, but she wants us to learn everything. So essentially, she cares more about getting her way than she does about what we're learning. Now, this is the thought I have on the inside. Am I going to blurt out in the middle of a virtual class? that I know that she cares more about having control in that situation is using the power dynamic to force students to do way more work than they have to. No, no, because it will not be well received and I'll get labeled. So instead, what I'm going to do is think about that and find an effective way to communicate. And I start small. So I notice an issue. It's something I want to speak up about. I started off in a discussion board online. That's where you don't have to like be talking to me, but I can make a comment. I also know that the comment has to be in the, how do I want to word this? Like people, people are special. People are special. People are easily offended. So when you're going to communicate something, you want to be conscious of the fact that it can be taken the wrong way repeatedly often. Okay. So for this professor in the discussion board, she was like, do you have any concerns for this class? Well, after that first week, I already knew what she was doing. I thought this feels like deja vu. I am so sick of this. But I had to tuck away the apparently like retroactive anchor I still have from the class last semester. And I had to tell this professor, um, under my honest concerns, I just said, I feel like this class has a really heavy workload. And I had seen that she had directly responded to the two students before me. So I think, okay, I'm going to say it, she'll have to see it and have to respond and acknowledge that I am saying like, this is a really heavy workload. I was like, I am concerned about my ability to get this done with everything else. So I am not out, like calling her out on her, her shit. I'm not, but I am letting her know it's a heavy workload. And what is that? That is not me invalidating myself saying, oh, well, maybe it's not that bad. Or it's a college course. No, I have other courses. I have good instincts. The first week I could already tell that she was assigning too much more than anyone could actually do. Now, did anyone else validate that opinion for me? No. Since this moment, have multiple people validated it? Yes. Sometimes you have to be willing to be the first one to speak up. Okay? Like, I want to say injustice, but it's a college class. Like, I don't know how far I can really take this thing, okay? But do you know what she does? Do you know what she does to invalidate me? She has the TA respond that has a name that's almost like my name, was like, hey, we have the same name and I am I really enjoy learning about this too. I think this is going to be great. So the two people before me get the instructor to reply. I call her out on something valid and I got ignored and invalidated. You understand? Because I can't respond to this bubbly lady that's all like, let's be in the classroom buddies now, Like, except not. But okay, that's the way it was played. I'm not stupid. I know you're trying to play me. Again, validating my own instincts. So we go on, she opens up a quiz on a Tuesday morning and then it's due Tuesday at midnight, but the reading is also due on Tuesday, but she didn't open up the reading until Monday. And so you have this insane amount of reading that you have to do for a quiz that is due on Tuesday. Do you see the problem here? And since I did it on a discussion board first, I am now escalating my concerns and the way that I'm saying them. And I'm always going to do it respectfully. Because the moment that you re- you drop the respect, people will not listen to a thing You have to say you lose any chance of being able to effectively communicate, okay? And it's just like, it's just good battle strategy. Okay, people might be like, oh, that's fine. No, it's good battle strategy. In communication, as long as you keep that respect element, people have to at least in some way listen to you. They don't actually have to respond. They don't have to give you what you want, but they do have to listen because they can't actually say that you're crossing any boundaries. It's extremely smart to do it that way okay so I'm like a huge advocate for brushing up on communication skills okay so we're in virtual class this quiz has come up and so I say to the professor listen professor I have three kids so I'm not do I think where my like classmates in my group texted me that morning being like do you know about the quiz why is it like this so people are starting to like now tell something's wrong okay And I'm not going to make it about them. I am not going to take something said to me in confidence and then blast it in front of the person. Okay, no, I make it about me so that the only person that she can actually come after is me. And so I said, Hey, um, I have three kids having a quiz open up on Tuesday and be Tuesday at midnight makes me really nervous. And it's very stressful because if anything goes wrong with my children, with the reading and the quiz material, I know that I might not get it done. Is there any way that we can have more time to finish the quiz? Do you want to know what this woman says to me? Do you want to know? She says, she says, well look over here, I'm gonna take you right to where all the reading is for the entire semester so you could read ahead all the way through if you wanted to. So she is ignoring and invalidating me and my question because she knows that it's an unfair amount of time to present a quiz, but she does not want to change it because she likes it the way that she has it. So what does she do? Invalidates my concern and says, oh, well, you could read ahead. Yeah, let me the single mom with three kids. I forgot forgot to mention something. Okay, three kids, (laughs) work, school. Let me just go ahead and read ahead for the whole semester so I can be better prepared for your unfair quiz times because you won't change it because you like it the way that you like it. What I did forget to mention is that... um, Also at a class period, she said, hey, we're going to have an economic resource. And I went paper and I want you to pretend that you're a single mother of three and you live in Ames and you have these expenses and you need assistance and all that stuff. So I raised my hand during virtual classes like, hey, professor, funny thing. I am a single mother of three. Um, I live in a trailer. I drive this. old Can I use my financials to go ahead? Because I would be a real life example, not imaginary, not finding random numbers on the Internet. I have actual numbers from DHS. I have facts. I would literally be the perfect case study if she wanted a paper to show students about what it is actually like. And what does this woman say to me? Because obviously the purpose of this assignment in human services is so that people develop empathy for poverty and how it affects people like single mothers and other vulnerable populations. My story would do that, okay? You can't look at my story and not develop that empathy. However, she looked at me and was like, no, I want this done in Ames because that's the purpose of the assignment. No, it's freaking not. You just got done saying, but do I say this? No, because she already invalidated it. So I know she's not listening to me. Does that mean I'm done? No, it doesn't. But I was extra salty. Do you understand? Like on the inside, I am extremely salty, but I am not going to quiet that voice. I'm not going to make myself shut up. I'm not going to ignore myself. Instead, I'm going to find ways to effectively communicate because I am salty because she is doing things that aren't, I don't know if I want to use the word right or they're not good. They're not for the benefit of the students. They are things that are questionable. And as such, I have the right as a student in that class who's paying for my education to call it out. No one else in my class really felt like they could do that. I have repeatedly been the one to ask her, what do you want? What are you requiring for this? Specifically asking what she's looking for because we've gotten docked for things that weren't even part of the grade period. So the next time I met with my group, and this is after we've been docked a couple times, we have to record this video, I am over it. I am so over it, I don't even have words, okay? And I'm sitting there And I'm thinking about contacting my advisor to talk to my advisor about this professor. And I should have done it for the last one. Maybe I doubted myself. I don't know. But now my voice is like, no, forget this nonsense. I know that it's not okay. I know that she is not ethically doing this class. And so when everyone got off, oh, I skipped a part. I'm sorry, guys. I'm pulling this all from memory. It's been a salty couple weeks. Can I say that? And then, you know, I had COVID. I had COVID and I still had to show up for these stupid group assignments or I would have been docked. I'm sorry, I really like my group. They're awesome, this class is not. So when I went to a class period after this virtual class, um, this chick had told me after I asked the quiz question, it was like, wow, did you see how she completely ignored you? You know what that was? Validation. Why did I get validation? Because everyone else in that class knew that her quiz rules are unfair, but no one wanted to call her out on it. So I called her out. Okay, so this chick, literally says, she completely ignored you. I was like, yeah, she did. Okay, so then this time when I'm on this group assignment call, I said, you know what guys, you guys are awesome. Once we were done recording, I was like, are we, are we done recording, (laughs) you should know. And I said, you guys are awesome, but this class is bullshit. There was stunned silence and laughter, okay, because everyone knows it's true. So I think about, I realize all of these college students feel like they don't have the right to question their professor. And yeah, there is an element to learning. And sometimes professors have a weird style because it will help you to learn the material. This woman didn't have any of that. I was so freaking annoyed with this woman. And so I spoke up. I found my voice. And Well, I have to talk to my advisor because she won't respond to any of the communication and what she's doing is repeatedly questionable and requiring more than she really should. Yeah, Why? Because I don't want more students to have to go through that and question themselves and invalidate their feelings and then struggle for a whole semester because this woman acts like she knows what she's doing and is better than the students that she's teaching. It's a problem. It's a problem that goes unchecked because people don't want to speak up because they're embarrassed because they invalidate their own voices. And so if you find your voice, you are going to use it everywhere. You can use it not only to better your life, but other people's lives. Okay. And so I believe you can do it. I am rooting for you. I want you to validate your inner voice and to speak it out and to use it when you're communicating with other people. And like I said, the more effectively you can communicate. So the way that I communicated was respectful enough, but direct enough that my professor had to purposely ignore me to get around my question and my form of communication enough so that she looked ridiculous and other people could recognize it. So when you learn to do this and you do it in a really smart way, other people will be able to tell. Now, if I just came out and was like, this is bullshit, I can't believe you. Now, no one is going to stick up for me and be like, oh, you were right. But handling it the way that I did, keeping that respect in my tone while also seeing the obvious, um, it's effective. And so I really wanna encourage you to cultivate the survival skill, to honor your inner voice, find ways to communicate it and to make a difference in your life and in others' lives. You can do it!